Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. You can live a long, healthy life if you're HIV positive. With the current treatments, we can get patients down to being undetectable. The array of options is so much greater today. U equals U. Undetectable equals untransmittable. If someone who's HIV positive, they're taking their medication, they're undetectable, they're not able to pass HIV to their partners. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Your HIV treatment is their prevention. Get more information at doitforyoumc.org. Yo, what's good, Rush Nation? We are back. It's hump day, Wednesday for those that don't know. And Ash and I have uh, decided, uh, sort of last minute, we were going to be doing running back rankings. And then Ash and I thought, let's just do a mock draft. We both enjoy these things and appreciate guys. Normally we have other people jump on. Tom, George, Jack, Jake, whoever wants to come on. Apologies. Ash and I just decided we run this show, so we're taking over (laughs) and we're doing it together. Ash, it feels like absolutely forever since we have uh, last spoke. Like, has it been? Obviously, I was off last week with the uh, coronavirus, but I, I kicked that to the curb. I'm back, fighting fit. Has it just been the one week, or <laughs> what's um, happened? I think it has only been one week, hasn't it? I, th- I, I think so. it, it feels like a lot longer, but I'm 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 pretty sure it's only been one week. It's because I've had so much. We've had so much stuff on. Like I was away. Over the weekend at a wedding and work's been crazy. I reckon it's just been it's just been a bit mad, hasn't it? So yeah, it's uh, it's been bananas to say the least. But if you are watching the video, appreciate you coming along. As you can see, we have the mock draft window in front of us. This is our second mock draft. It is yes. on the fly, so who knows what's going to happen and how far we're going to get. Ash and I did decide that we would not do a lot of talking and see if we could get two rounds done. And uh, we're already two minutes into our tried time of an hour, so that's cut down already. We're not going to be having trades, Ash. That's right. We're gonna we're gonna hold no. back from trades till after free agents done, till we know a bit more lay of the land, and then we will 
we'll be getting into the meat and bones of a, another mock draft just before the NFL draft, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so just a straight up, straight up draft between the two of us on this one, no trades, and then yeah, as you say, close to the draft, maybe a week, two weeks, some of that before we'll we'll get some of the lads on. We'll do some before the before the mock draft trades, and we'll do some live trades whilst we're doing it. So be prepared for a bumper episode on, on that one when it, when it comes about because <laughs> we like to we like to drag on normally anyway so when there's a few of us it could be a long one absolutely so last time there was four of us we got a bit of time to think between our picks yeah. this time we basically don't ash is yeah. going to go first i'm going to go second i'm assuming you've done it this way so that neither of us gets our team in the first round ash uh, do you know what? No, just completely random. I just drew, I put, put mine and your names on a wheel and went spin. Whoever's the first name out is going to be first. And it just so happens that in the first round, neither of us get our, our team. So it worked, it's worked out quite well. I think it's always better when we uh, when we don't have our teams. So, but I think we both, no, I think you have your teams, your team in the second round if we get there. Yeah, it's very presumptuous. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if we get there. <laughs> But I don't have my two. I don't have the Steelers at all. So we'll, we'll yeah. I'll, I'll have to. Uh, I'll have to listen out for those picks. But I, I mean, we, we, we should, It would be remiss of us, Ash, if we didn't mention the combine is starting today, tomorrow. Um, it's it's the very combine very starts tomorrow. I do believe. Ash has got. I, I am looking. Like, you can see Ash's work if you are watching the video and you want to see. Oh how yeah, it you works, can see it. It's yeah. on the screen. It, um, shared it. Just I've his casual thoughts. Luckily, Google popped up right there, yeah. Ash Nation. Uh, public service announcement. Just before we came on air, Ash was doing a bit of leaning back in his chair to take a photo <laughs> of his setup for me, and it squeaks like you would not believe. So if you would like to donate to Ash's chair fund, which I'm going to set up in the in a little bit to come, we would hugely, well, I say we, the listeners, Ash, would appreciate a new chair yeah. at your end because it does squeak like, a, like something that probably shouldn't squeaking. Definitely. So, yeah. But Let's the, dive in. The, the combine started yesterday, so well, it just shows how how busy we've been this week and how little we are up to speed with the uh, with the with the goings on this week. Yeah, I think I think perhaps there was a uh, it's measurements and stuff yesterday, and mm. which, which you know before I, we are now five minutes in and we're hugely into time. But let's be honest, this could go longer than however we want. Yep. Uh, Kenny Pickett's hand size is a bit of an issue. You've mentioned it. George brought it up. Joe Burrow doesn't seem to think it's a bit of a problem because when he got his hand measured, he put out a tweet saying, thinking about retirement because my hands are too small to grip the, <laughs> the, the slippery ball. And lo and behold, two years in, we see the boy in the Super Bowl. So, you know, hand size might not be everything. That's all I'm saying. No, no, no. I think gets a little bit too red into. Um, and as I say, and, and as you say, um, Burrows has, has sort of broken that mould somewhat from from his first two years. So we will uh, we'll it's, soon it's a, see. It's a trope, isn't it? It's just it's an easy thing for. I'm not saying you know you and George are on this train, but it's an easy thing for people to say. Well, this is going to impact Kyle Pickett, uh, Kenny Pickett. Sorry, in in a bad way, but yeah. Hey, right. <clears throat> I don't know. Ash, you are on the clock for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. Where are we headed? Uh, the more I thought about this, I think the easier the, the pick was. And I, I'm pretty sure this was the pick when we did our draft earlier in the uh, last month. Uh, we should probably get that up, to be honest. But it, it's going to have to be Evan Neal, offensive tackle from Bama. Uh, Trevor Lawrence needs to be protected. That was a big factor last year. 
And it's going to be another big factor this year. Cam Robinson is obviously a free agent. There are talks that he may well come back. They got Walker Little in the draft in the draft last year. They need protection on the line. They need to protect Kenny Lawrence as much as they can. So Kenny Lawrence. A, <laughs> Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> as much as they can. So yeah, for me, easy first pick, Evan. Evan Neal. Yeah, damn right he went first last time because I got the number one pick and uh, it's, I, I said exactly the same thing. You've got to keep him upright. And, and that's exactly what happens. Ash has charged me with the unenviable task of trying to keep our live spreadsheet up to date. And <laughs> I'm struggling already, Rush Nation. That moves us on to, well, I guess the Lions at two, considering there's no trades to be had here. Ash. The Lions are obviously Jared Goff under centre. They need a quarterback, really. This, for me, with this quarterback class, seems to be way too early, right? I mean, we, do we see yeah. them trade back a little bit here? There is potential for that, yeah. They could, they could well, trade back to try and get some more draft capital or they could go for... A big, a big hitter outside of the quarterback in, in in the second pit because there's certainly some other areas, well, across the whole field that they need <laughs> to improve on. But I think there is, a, alongside quarterback, another glaring, glaring area that they need to uh, they need to improve. So yeah. they're going to have to get a, a decent haul to uh, to move from this spot. I'm just, I'm just thinking, do. I can't for the life of me remember if they if they have another first round pick. I don't think they do, do they? Oh, they do uh, at thirty two. Yeah, they do. They got the uh, they got the Rams picks. Who I only realised today when looking at the total order don't have a pick until the third round, and that's a compensate com. Uh, it's a compensationary pick. Technically, they haven't got their own pick until the <laughs> fifth round, but they've got a third and a fifth compensate compensate. They've got a third and a fifth pick given to them. I can't say the words. Compensatory pick. That's it, yeah. That's I, the one. I don't know why that surprises you, mate. They, the Rams just basically don't ever pick in the draft anymore. That's and, true. And to be fair, it's uh, it's worked out pretty well. <laughs> yeah, very, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah. But I mean, you can't, it's, it's, can't it, dispute it, can you? No, it's, it's, it's a not sustainable, it's a non-sustainable way of, winning Super Bowls by doing it that way. And and we're here to talk mock draft. We're here to talk the Lions. And for me, I think the Lions trade back, get a quarterback, maybe five or six picks later, pick up some draft capital. I think they, they need help at linebacker. They also need help at edge. They have two picks in the first round. Now, all of the top-tier edge talent will go, but there only are really two linebackers in this class that are worth a first round pick for me. That's Devin Lloyd and, and Kobe Dean. Ash, have I missed the linebacker there? Not in the first round, no. So, and I admit this is very early for a linebacker, but my I have huge, huge love for Devin Lloyd, and I think we could possibly, as a organization, pick up a, a decent edge player at the end of the first round. So, with that being said, we're going to be taking Devin Lloyd. Thanks. How do you feel about it? That is, I mean, it is very early. I think if they were to take a trade, like you say, and maybe drop down to, I don't know, let's say 11 for, for Washington or uh, 14, 15, somewhere along those, then yeah, definitely. I think it's maybe a little bit too early, but they do they do have linebacker need. And you are right, there are 
more edges in this draft class that are first round talent than than there are linebackers. And I think if they wait until pick 32, Lloyd and Dean will not be there. So get your player early. I can't I can't I can't complain at that. Second round for the De- second overall for Devin Lloyd. Maybe a little bit rich for my blood, but it is rich. I'll give you that. But considering we can't trade back, I'm trying to fill both positions yeah. we need. If they do trade back, they could quite handsomely end up with a Devin Lloyd or even a Jermaine Johnson, someone like that, a few picks back, and get that edge. And then maybe one of the linebackers falls to the end of the first. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very true. Like, that is a, that's a real possibility, definitely. Third pick is the Texans, who, much like Lions, have needs all over the park. QB being one of them. We obviously don't know what's happening with Watson, and obviously their QB situation this year wasn't exactly ideal. But again, I just I think I think I don't think the value's there for third overall for quarterbacks this year. They could have be another team that look to move back or they could take a, a big area of need, which is edge. They do have a significant need at edge and there are two top quality edges right at the top of the board. It's a difficult one. I think... I don't think it is. <laughs> well, uh, Hutchinson, I think, is maybe more ready now. But I think Fibido has got the more natural and um, natural potential and it's just a bit more explosive do they want to go for a guy who can be instantly on the field ready now or do they well, want to go for a guy let's who's put got... it this way ash the texans drafted jj watt one of the most yeah. explosive edge players and became a franchise player he did, i think yeah. Kayvon thibodeau has the ability to do that at texas at the texans i don't think agent aiden hutchinson can be that guy i don't think he can be the franchise edge that we know Texas, the Texans love. Do you know what? I, I, I think he can, but I, I, I think he can be a franchise edge, but I do have to agree that the, that Fibido is more exciting. I think he is more boom and bust, but there is no denying the, just the raw potential this kid's got. So I am going to go with Fibido and I am going to go with the, with the, just the, the absolutely massive potential that there is there for him. I think it's a good move. Uh, <laughs> as I said, I've put my case forward. So, yeah, yeah I, I think it's good. I'm, so we move on. Aiden Hutchinson is still there, obviously. <sighs> this is, I'm sorry, Tom, this is very difficult. Very, very difficult. Do you know, I don't... It, it's not for me. There is one, there's a, there's a clear pick for me here, uh, um, but I'm not going to give anything away. I'm going to see if you are on the same sort of lines as I am. But there is a, yeah. there are definitely a few areas of need here for um, for for the Jets. Yeah. But there is a clear player here. I think is going to instantly improve them, and someone in particular is going to is going to profit considerably from him. Somebody really mm. <laughs> okay. You're gonna have to help me out, Ash. You've you've, you've done <laughs> everything there except the name. Okay, I, for me, yeah. The Jets. Obviously, I have another pick for the Jets in six picks. Yeah, they need corner help and they need edge help. For, it, I'm gonna go. This is exactly the same for me as the Lions situation. Just the roll of the dice is a bit bigger for the Lions. I think I can get myself 
Aidan Hutchinson, who is a proven edge threat here. And I think, in without giving the game away, this is my theory would be if I was the Jets. And I'm just going to say it because it makes sense for the listeners. I'm hoping that Source Gardner is there at 10 when I pick again to get a corner. That would be how I would play as the Jets front office. Thoughts on that before you can see if you can sway me from the Hutchinson pick here? No, I think... Uh... It's, the only other the only other player here I considered was Kyle was Kyle Hamilton. Yeah, I think Kyle Hamilton was in consideration for me, but I think Aiden Hutchinson, if he's there at four, as he is for us, is is the pick. I think, he, as I mentioned earlier, I think he could be the the difference maker on the defense for any team. Um, they have got issues across the defense, as you said. I do think that a good cornerback will be there in five picks time. Uh, they could potentially look at. The tackle as well, uh, there's obviously a couple of tackles that are sat there that they could take, but I just think defence is more pressing for them at the moment. So uh, Aiden, Aiden Hutchinson would, would be the one for me as well. Well, that's exactly what happened. Aiden Hutchinson got punched. <laughs> yeah. So on to the Giants. And there's obviously, I mean, all, every team at the top of the board has got a number of areas that we need that, that, that need improving. The Giants are no different and, and potentially even worse off than, than, than to some of the other teams that we've spoken about. But I'm really struggling. I, I want to go on. I'm going on the line, I think, but I just can't decide on which side of the line that I'm going on. <laughs> what a great place to be. <laughs> exactly. If it's a defensive or the offensive line. Do you know what? I'm going to go offensive line, and it might be a surprise to some. I'm not going to go for Ukwonu. I'm going to go for Charles Cross for the Giants. I, I, I think um, Ukwonu overall is probably a better talent, but I do see him moving into the into the inside on into guard, and I think. The Giants need help across the line, and I think they need a franchise tackle to keep Jones upright, and that is why I'm going for, for Charles Cross. And let's not forget they've got another pick in, in, in one pick's time. So they could they could they could address the guard and the tackle, maybe, depending on what the Panthers do. Yeah. No, I I, I like it. I, I like it. I for me here, next up with the Panthers, we've got Rob from uh, from the chat group and he <laughs> basically is on hands and knees 24 hours a day, hoping that the Panthers pick an offensive lineman here because <clears throat> it is something that he desperately feels they need to keep whoever it is behind centre for the Panthers upright. I don't disagree. Uh, the only thing that I disagree with here is the fact that Kyle Hamilton is still on the board. I yeah. They need safety help. Uh, and at six, is Kyle Hamilton now becoming the steal of the draft? That is my only concern here. They the, the thing with the Panthers is, was it last year they invested every single piece of talent in the defensive side of the ball? They did. Do, yeah, that is... I, I mean, I, the, the safety pairing of, if you think you put Kyle Hamilton in and you pair him up with Jeremy Chin, that is a frightening safety pairing at the Panthers. It, it is. I, I think for, for personally, for me here, it would... Quarterback or tackle, offensive tackle. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not going quarterback. I just cannot bring no. myself to pick somebody here. So, no. for all the reasons you just gave for Charles Cross, I'm going to give 
Ikem Akunu, Akunu the, yeah. uh, the the pick for the Panthers because you know he he could play either as well. So I think I agree. He gives them the flip that they need on the offensive line. So Rob, if you are listening, my man, that one was for you. Hmm. Ash, I you think... are next. You are next up with the Giants again, and and hopefully that didn't. <sighs> it did. It, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it did. Well, I, it didn't. It didn't because obviously there is another t- uh, top tier guard that is available. In in uh, Kenyon Green, but I, I just don't know if I want to potentially try and address the both lines with these two picks. It, I think it might be a bit of a reach taking a defensive tackle at this stage, though. Potentially edge, they could they could do with some. Uh, the reason I'm looking over to the right is I've got my notes of what of what they need and who's who's there. So it's fine. You look away, mate. I put you in a I quandary. Will. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? I am going to continue to build their offensive line. I think Daniel Jones has his faults, but he is a, a, a good quarterback, but he is under immense pressure almost every play. So they need drastic help on their line. They need someone to throw to as well, but they need drastic help on their line. So Kenyon Green at seven offensive guard is going to be the one for me. Short and sweet for the Giants. Oh, man. <sighs> The fact they didn't pick up Daniel Jones's fifth year yeah. is worrying. The fact that they are shopping, according to uh, not Ian Rappaport, the other fella, I can't remember his name for the life of me, always breaking news. He's Daniel Jeremiah? No. No? Uh, the, not sure. That, everyone's going to be screaming at their <laughs> list and watching. But uh, the fact that they have basically said, you know, if you fancy a shot at Saquon Barkley, we're we're open to to calls. Is, yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Surely that's a little worrying for for, for Giants fans. If and and as much as you're doing well for the Giants here, Ash, if they don't have a quarterback or a running back, these guards <laughs> and tackles are are going to be a bit wasted, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, what about well, the Falcons then at eight? <laughs> there's a couple. There's. Three options here for me, I I think. So, I think what the Falcons, obviously, I don't know if you've seen Matt Ryan's going to be having the largest cap in hit in NFL cap history with 48 million or something this year. Yeah. It's not going to, I don't think anyone's going to come in and pay Matt Ryan to, to take on that contract for the last year. So, I think he's staying there for another year. The quarterback class... I don't know if it's good enough this year to to take somebody here to sit behind Matt Ryan for a year. I think who they drafted at corner, every podcast, Ash, I can't remember who they drafted last year at corner, but he had an outstanding year. Uh, who did they draft last year at corner? Um, I can't remember off the top of my head. Oh, not, not Henderson, he went Vikings. Yeah. Um, Sertain went. No, he went to the Broncos. Broncos. It was somebody junior, maybe. Anyway, I think the move. Oh, AJ Terrell. AJ Terrell. That was it. He had a a lights out year last year, and the Falcons, even with his ability, the Falcons were pretty poor. Uh, You know, they do need edge. We could go Jermaine Johnson here, but I think I think the play here for me is to take another corner and really lock up that secondary for the Falcons for years to come. Yeah. As much as I like Derek Stingley Jr. Yeah. 
I really want to take Source Gardener here. I really want to take because I think he has potentially. Uh, I think he could be the top quarterback in this class. Yeah, because everyone's saying that Derek Stingley Jr. has got the higher ceiling, but I don't know if I want that from my mm. corner. I think no. I want my corner to be consistently good yeah. as opposed to have flash plays, but then can get caught open or whatever because that flash play hasn't worked. So I think for a defence that needs to build and continue that strength building, I'm, I'm taking Source Gardner. I'm doing it. Yeah, yeah, no. Gardner, it was Gardner... Um, Malik Willis for me, and the only oh. reason Malik, the only reason I was thinking Malik Willis is is potentially sitting behind Ryan. But of course, like you said, they have got that massive cap hit. So, are they going to do that? But yeah, I, I, Source Gardner, that he, I'll be honest, he was third, second cornerback for me when we did the initial our initial rankings. But he is probably he is my one now. I think he's just overall oh. his game. He's he's ready. He's yes. ready to step on that field and be a lights out cornerback day one and put him alongside AJ Terrell. That is a that is a scary cornerback group to have. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Your Broncos. Where? What are we doing? What are we going <laughs> to do with your Broncos? I, I, I'm out, man. <sighs> yeah. There's. I mean, there's there's so many places we can go we can go quarterback we can go linebacker we can go edge i mean i really want to take a quarterback just because i know <laughs> you probably you probably don't want one but that's making me want one more but Hello, to be fair know. if you were going to take malik willis here yeah i'd i from what i've seen so far of him and after the last mock draft and stuff i would i would be happy if you're going to take malik willis here I think it's a punt worth doing because I before, think it's a quarterback that. Go on. Before I make that decision, who are your linebackers at the moment, or who are your projected linebackers going into twenty two? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Can't tell me off the top of your head. No. Okay. Um, Bradley Chubb, but I don't know. I don't know whether that he was... plays linebacker or does he play edge. He is, he's, he's, he's he's a hybrid, isn't he? Middle middle linebackers is where I'm sort of leaning towards at the moment. Have you got? I got nothing. I've got absolutely nothing. To be fair, you got it for me then. If you were gonna, if Devin Lloyd was here, that would have been an automatic punch because I think he's better than Nicobe Dean. But I think the the viciousness that Dean brings to the game, I think, would fit in well. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think there's a. I, I think the. I think Devin Lloyd has got the slight edge for me, but I don't think there's a massive amount of difference between them. I think they both got that sideline to sideline, but just in if just sideline to sideline, they're they're top tier already. And I think getting someone like Nicobe Dean in the middle of your your defense to 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 put it up a, a step straight away, I think he'll he'll get in straight away as one of the leaders on your defense. Yeah. And in an area that yeah, it's potentially lacking. So I am going to uh, I am going to punch in Nakobe Dean at number nine for the Broncos. I don't hate it. I was leaning towards quarterback for the longest time until I saw that Lloyd had already gone, and it made me think of linebackers, which is also <laughs> why I asked the question. So that's no, fair. I mean, going back to my point on Malik Willis, he's not like a quarterback that the Broncos have have picked. In, in recent memory, and we've 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 picked a fair few, <laughs> so <laughs> I think he's very much outside of the mould that the Broncos have picked. And I think obviously 
you look at the weapons we've picked over the last few years on offense, it's it's a frightening array of, of talent. And if we get somebody like Malik Willis, then who knows? Who knows? Okay. Jets at 10. Home run pick here for me. I already know who I'd be taking. <sighs> okay. Really? Yeah. Okay. I For me here... Ah... Uh, I, don't, I can't. <laughs> I don't want to get this. No, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to take Carl Hamilton. Yeah, that's it for me as well. I, I'm you, there's no one. There's they've, they've got. They have. They need. They they haven't got a safety there that you can that if, that, that's that's contracted that you can look at and be confident in. And I think Hamilton at ten, steal is a steal. Yeah, top safety easily in the class. One of the top players in this draft class. He's I got the potential to go one. If you really want a safety at one, yeah. if the Jags really want a safety at one, then <laughs> he could go one. He's got the potential. Yeah. He's a difference maker on the defence for, for, for a defence yeah. like the Jets that, 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 that desperately need help. I think the only other pick there could have been Derek Stingley after us talking about how they needed corner help and, and one of the two yeah. corners did fall to the Jets at 10. But... It's a deep corner class, and, and I was I about to say, yeah, there's there there are there is stand there are there are three or four standout email there are three or four standout cornerbacks in this class, but it is overall it is a deep class that I think in later rounds you can get yourself a steal. Yeah, the ideal thing here is if Roger McCreary's there at the start of the second one. Take that. Take that. Okay, Ash, you've got the Washington Commanders. They have got the Commanders, yes. And I mean, there is a glaring hole that's that's punching me in the face. It's an unusual hole punching you in the face. That's like an acne cartoon. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't do you know what? I'm I'm leaning either quarterback, which is the obvious, or because he is still there. Derek Stingley at quarterback. I am also looking at him. But I just, yeah, it's difficult. Um, but we've met, we've said it so much. Are we, these quarterbacks in this class, I just don't feel we're ready to be stepping onto the field day one. But someone's going to take a quarterback top 10 that, that, that desperately needs one. And, and, and Washington need a quarterback. Uh, I just don't know. This is this is this is very difficult because not only do I not know if I want to go quarterback, quarterback or Derek Stingley, I don't know what quarterback I would want to go for for them. <laughs> that which is just even worse. I'm going to go Malik Willis from Liberty, and the reason I'm going to do that is because I think he's got the most potential. He's got the highest ceiling out of all the quarterbacks in this class, and yeah. they do still have. A couple of quarterbacks there that he can potentially sit behind, and these guys can start while he is developing for half a year to a year. It is a big risk because we've seen Washington pick up develop uh, high draft capital quarterbacks in the past that were looked at as high potential, but still a bit of development needed in very recent history. But there's no denying the potential that Malik Willis has got. Just that is oozing out of him with, with a little bit of work. So I think if Washington get him at 11 and he becomes the quarterback that he looks like he can be, they're going to be laughing. 
Yeah. I hate that pick because I was <clears throat> I got the Vikings next, and although they don't need a quarterback, I'm fairly sure Kirk Cousins moves on. So I was gonna slam Malik Willis there as a left field pick. <laughs> I think it's a great pick. I think it's a good pick for Washington as well because we saw uh, Fitzmagic there a couple of seasons ago, and it, it, with an anim- enigmatic quarterback, you can do good things. And I think it's a yeah. well-built organization team-wise over at, at Washington. So I, 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 it's a good pick. Ash. Good Willis pick. likes Willis. Is, Willis likes the deep ball, and he's got a, a couple of deep threats there that will uh, that will get onto the end of them. So, yeah, home run pick, right? <laughs> Just while I type this in. Okay, next up. We got the Vikings. I told you I was going to go quarterback to be unusual and go against the grain. I'm not going to do that. The Vikings have several positions of need. Edge here. For me, I think this is the perfect spot for Jermaine Johnson to go and play football. Yeah. It's either that or Derek Stingley to to replace. Uh, who did they draft? The two corners. Was it last year or the year before? And one of them's just been cut. And I they, think they picked up Henderson, didn't they? That was okay. no, no. They had oh, my brain has gone to much COVID brain. Um, <laughs> no, actually, no. I'm, I'm gonna. Ah, oh, gosh. Second guessing yourself already, didn't you? Yeah, you haven't, you, yeah. haven't, you haven't even made the pick yet, and you're, you're no, already. I, I just. I know. I, I'm going to pick Derek. I'm going to pick Derek Singley, and because I just think at this point it's it's almost free stuff, isn't it? Is a player yeah. of this talent sliding to twelve is just ridiculous. So, and I think a man of his caliber can. Oh, who is it? The name is right on the tip of my tongue. They, uh, I know they, I know they picked up Dantzler. Yeah, I don't. I don't know the second one that they that, you, that you're referring to. Was is it Patrick? They... Is Patrick Peterson staying? I oh, know. I think he's gone. I think he's... is he gone? Is he? Yeah. Then yeah, they 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 need help at cornerback. Dantzler they've got, but I mean he was a what third round pick, and I think he had a, a few issues. a few issues through the year. Peterson gone. Have they really got much else behind that? Stingley's, a good, so. Stingley's a good pick here. He, he he could he could quite easily slot in as the cornerback one from from day one, as long yeah. as he's fit. A lot of injury concerns with him, but the they like an injury concern there, there though. Yeah, they like an injury do. concern. Of course they do. <laughs> okay, Browns at thirteen, and I thought you might have picked him with this pick, so I am going to take him for the Browns because I do think they need edge help, and he is he is still above Johnson for me and Ajobo at the moment, and that is George Karlaftis from Purdue. I think he is ready to step in as a starting edge from from the from the beginning. They've obviously lost Clowney. I don't know if they are going to re-sign him. There is talks of it, but I think Clowney's probably out the door. So it makes their need at edge even greater. And I think Carleftis comes in and, and instantly is is a, is a day one edge that that causes quarterbacks issues whenever he's he's taking a, a snap. So easy pick that for me. Yeah, Tom likes that one because he is huge on the Carl Aftis train this year. Yeah. yeah. I, <clears throat> excuse me. I, uh, good pick. Good pick. I think it's a, it's a bit of a shock considering every mock draft in the entire world I've seen has a wide receiver going to the Browns. Yeah, I mean, they do need wide receiver help. And, and 
there is a lot of talk about giving Baker Mayfield the weapons, but I just yeah, I can't I can't look past Carl Aftis at, at thirteen, knowing that they 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 need edge help as well. And then much like the cornerback class, this wide receiver class is a deep class. There there are some top tier wide receivers right at the top of the board, but there are some incredibly talented wide receivers that are going to be second, third, and potentially even fourth rounds. So yep. the value is going to be there, even if they wait until the third round for, for a wide receiver help. Okay. The Ravens. This one's an easy one. You pick a side of the line and you go with that one. It's just, yeah. where do we... Do they need, do they need a centre? I would say yes. Um, I think if you're looking on the offensive line, I would probably say center is one of the the key areas that they that they that they need to look at. Um, I mean, yeah. they need they need help across across the line realistically, but I would say center is probably the most glaring. They haven't been able to replace Yander really. So if I was going to pick someone on the line, it would be a centre. Okay, let's do it. Let's do tackle. it. Let's yeah. just punch Tyler Lindstrom. Linda Barmy's easily yeah. the best centre in this class, and yeah, clearly, yeah, he he's he's he, he is easily the top the top centre in the class. I think you could you could have gone tackle because obviously yes they got Ronnie Stanley, but Villanueva is probably not staying after his one year, so they they need right tackle help, but. They, they, they also. I think center is the top need for them on on the offensive line, and and Linda Baum is easily the top center in this class. Excellent, Ash. We've got the situation now where we pick twice for the Eagles, and you and I both we have do. a pick, so we might as well converse these two do. picks and see where we'd like to go with, because it doesn't matter as to who picks where, right? <laughs> no, well, I mean, you're not wrong, and they also have a number of areas that they could look to improve. I think when we did this. When we did la- the the mock draft in January, what we went linebacker, centre, cornerback, all three of the players that we picked are already gone. So we've got completely different picks for the Eagles this time. Yep. I would say wide receiver is a need for them, but do they want to go for another wide receiver in the first round? We know it's not worked well for them the last couple of years. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> Secondary help is still needed. There is still a, a very good cornerback left on the board well, i think i think one of us is going to have to plug i think yeah, a, a, andrew, andrew, andrew booth, booth is, is 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 the pick for one of these so we'll put him at 15 best cornerback left on the board it's incredibly close between gardner stingley and booth overall uh for, for the top cornerback who depending on who you talk to will one of them will be top and one of them will be third but that they are very close and easily top half picks in the first round and then well i mean what's the next one they could do with an edge they could do with wide receiver defensive tackle i want to go wide receiver oh, do you do they want uh, are they going to take three first round wide receivers in a row <laughs> i mean right. they've got three first round <laughs> picks so they've got the luxury this year but okay we if we're going to go down this route of wide receiver, are we both still on the Drake London as our number one receiver? Yeah, yeah. 
Okay, that really pains me. If we're going to plug a wide receiver in here, do we have to put Drake <laughs> London to the Eagles? Is that? I, yeah, I think we, I think we do. It, he's he's both of our number ones. He's the he's he is the best wide receiver for me in the in the draft at the moment. So if I'm going to take a wide receiver, the first wide receiver off the board, it's, it would have to be London. The I only can't, I, I, can't we've taken, no, we've taken the cornerback that they need. I think linebacker. No, we can't take linebacker now that Dean and Lloyd have both gone. The only player we could take is an edge. <sighs> yeah, and realistically, you've got a Jobo and Jermaine Johnson, but they have got another pick in, in free picks time. Would the Chargers or the Saints take a wide receiver? Uh, I think both could quite yeah, easily take could. a wide receiver. So for me, it's got to be Drake London because he were. I I would be very surprised if he sat there in in two picks time. It's only I two picks, it. but I would be I surprised. Well, so. the thing is that the Chargers could, and the Saints probably will. And if Drake yeah. London is our number one receiver, he's not we'll making take, it back. He's not making it back. So are we are we in agreement that Drake London's going in? Well, I've I've already put him in in the dock. Okay, so. there we go. Then Drake London is the pick for the Eagles. Oh, who's got the Chargers? I've lost track of who's got who now. You've got, we've the, done Chargers. That together. You've got, got the Chargers. I've got the Chargers. Now, am I going to be really difficult and not go prime receiver after all of that? Well, <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I know. We talked about it, but that's that's what makes drafts so good, right? You have to try and second guess, especially if you've got picks. Mm-hmm. Um, within a few picks but you've got to try and second guess the the upcoming picks for other teams and and with uh, the eagles let's be honest the eagles will have got a wide receiver that will have been a first round talent in three picks time they yeah. might just not have got their guy if you are in the market for a wide receiver then you and and you know you want one and you've got a guy and you've got that pick go and get him because you like you said he might not be there in three picks time yeah whilst you've been talking I okay. have been thinking about the Chargers yes. and I have narrowed my pick down to two people. And it is a wide receiver and it is a tackle. And I think I am going to go for the tackle because I know he can slot in at right tackle. And I think the I think Chargers will want to prioritise protecting Herbert. Sounds and, a good move. Yeah, exactly. So I am going to go for who I think is the best right tackle in the class, and that is Trevor Pennin from Northern yes. Iowa. Great pick. That was exa- that was where I would have gone. I think wide receiver would maybe still be a bit of a luxury pick for the Chargers at the moment with the issues they had on the line last year. They want to keep Herbert fit because when he is when he is fit, when he's on the ball. When he's got it in his hands, he's he's one of the top quarterbacks in in the NFL. So protecting him at all costs. They have got needs on on the defensive side, but Trevor Penning can start slotting straight away as the starting right tackle and give that line an instant upgrade. Saints at eighteen. Oh, where what we think? Who do who who do I want to see play in London? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what what do they need? Where what are we looking at here? Wide receiver, oh. but then. We have no idea what Michael Thomas is doing. It could have been a whole Sean Payton yeah. kind of thing, and Michael Thomas could come back, and then is a first round right round round wide receiver here. A bit do of they, an issue. Do they, they go new... defensive tackle? I mean, Demarvin Leal is still there. That feels like. Does the pretty... new court head coach want a new quarterback to start his tenure? 
you're talking free agent here, I think, for me. Do you reckon? Yeah. I think we've seen it with Jameis. I I think it's going to be a free agent quarterback. I just... I don't know. I I don't know. But there aren't the Saints in all sorts of cap hell. There are, yeah, I, I, I think I, I, I believe so. Yes, I think they're one of the worst. Them and Packers, I want to say, have got yeah. considerable right, well, issues. If, if, if that is the case, if that is the case, then we are going to go quarterback because they're going to be shelling a whole load of money out of that room if they're trying to make room. I don't want to do it. It's just who fits in best with the same scheme from these bunch of second round quarterbacks <laughs> personally for me you're gonna I say would... Carson Strong aren't you? no no I'd be going for the quarterback that I feel like is the most ready to start but I don't want to say his name because I probably want him at the Steelers so <laughs> that's all you're getting oh uh, well of okay well I'm gonna take my second quarterback from this group and I'm going to take okay. Matt Corral. Okay. Is that not who you were thinking, no? No, no, it's not. Okay. I think I think Kelly Pickett for me is is ready to start now. I think Matt Corral's got more overall potential. I think his ceiling's higher than than um than Pickett, but I just think Pickett's the most. I don't want to say it, but NFL ready, if that makes sense. I know. So I hate, so I hate that say. I hate so that well. saying. No, I hate that saying, but I just feel like if you're going to get a quarterback into a team like the Saints, you're going to want one who's ready to start. Yes, they've got Taysom Hill still signed up, haven't they? But yeah. I think Kenny Pickett would be would be my personal. But Matt Corral is, I think, overall a better a better prospect. So I can't I can't moan at that pick at all. It's very close between those two. Yeah, Kenny Pickett's hand size worries me. Let's move on. Back <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> right. right to the Eagles, and that is just outright me this time, isn't it? So just you. we've addressed the cornerback, we've addressed the wide receiver. <sighs> Defensive tackle or edge. And it just so happens that my cursor is over the player I was looking at before we started this draft for for the Eagles at this pick, Jermaine Johnson, because is Derek Barnett gone? I believe he's no nope. free agent. Still there? I thought oh, he's sorry. A free, I thought he was a free agent this year. I'm fairly sure he's he's going into free agency. So I am going to go for Jermaine Johnson. Obviously, he he had an incredible senior bowl that that has done his draft stop wonders. But even before that, you can see the athleticism that he's got from the edge position as a pass rusher, as well as he's just non-stop. He has got mm-hmm. the engine to go every snap for a whole game. And I think with the edges that are off the board, Johnson is now my next my next edge up. He has snuck above a Jobo now. So I am, um, yeah, I've already locked it in. The Eagles are taking Jermaine Johnson. Fair now play. we've got the Steelers. Right. Where can are you, you going? Can you pick it? Let's have it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that I, think is, it, uh, I think it was the pick last time, no? Um, I've got the board up. Let's have a look. It I, I was... think. Did I pick Kenny Pickett last time for the hometown hero? Yes, you did. Yeah. yeah. No, I did. I picked Kenny Pickett last time. Well, there you and go. the only reason I wouldn't be picking picking Pickett is if Malik Willis was still there. 
I know I know everything I said about Willis him needing to sit, but just his I would put throw all that out of the window if he was a stealer. <laughs> <laughs> you look at this guy, he could be he could be just absolutely game breaking if if he realizes his potential. But I think Pickett is a is a solid choice. As I said, I think he's probably the most NFL ready. And that is really what the Steelers want because let's be honest, we don't want Rudolph stepping on the field on the first game of the season. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> Patriots at 21. Yep. <clears throat> last time, this was a, I picked last time and, and yeah. I took Daxton Hill. I just thought it was the most Patriots pick ever. And Yeah, I mean, it is a very Patriots pick. Um, I, I also think you could be looking at cornerback here. You could be looking at linebacker, but I don't want a cornerback or a linebacker that's left here. And the other bit that the the place I'm really leaning for is wide receiver. Oh, give no. give Mac Jones another weapon because let's be honest, the wide receivers last year didn't really pay out for them. Was they 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 gave Aguilar a bunch of money after his impressive year the year before, and he didn't really get much done. I'd hate to see. I, I would. I would absolutely hate to see him land at the Patriots. It would. It would pain me beyond belief. But he is my next top wide receiver, so I am going to have to put him there if I'm going wide receiver. And that is Garrett Wilson. <laughs> just, just. It, it, it's just horrible to even to even say his name and the Patriots in 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 the same breath, but. Garrett Wilson is 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 top tier. It's incredibly close between him and Drake London, but yeah, easy pick for me with going wide receiver. You just got to watch his watch his route running, and you'll fall in love with him. He's got great hands, and give Matt Jones that weapon that he desperately needs. Yeah. Next up, Raiders. If I was excited about this pick, I would turn my hat around because I have a Raiders hat on today. But I'm not. <laughs> they need help on the defensive line, and and Demarvin Leo is still there. This yeah. one makes sense for me. It's it's Marvel, boring. It's yeah. there's nothing to it. But no, it's a, it's a, it's an easy it's an easy pick there. They 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 need they need defensive line help. Leal is is the top guy still for me at the moment. Um, Jordan Davis is creeping up there. He is a, that 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 lad is a monster. But for me, Leal still just has it above him at the moment. And, and as you say, the read the readers the raiders. They they need help on that defensive line, so it's a yeah, that's that's a good pick. Thanks. Cardinals quarterback because Kyler Murray quarterback because yeah, Murray's Murray's <laughs> off, isn't he? He's had enough. He's he's packing his bags now. Did you did you talk. see the thing about Kyler Murray sent his there was a he he sent his what he wants for his contract extension to the Cardinals, and they've had it for like three days and not said anything. Oh really? No, yeah, I, haven't, I haven't read that. Uh, no, I have no idea. Hmm, what to do with the Cardinals? I think cornerback or edge. I think Ajobo could be a good pick because Watt and Chandler Jones are still there and it gives Ajobo a chance to develop his game a little bit. Yep. But they could also do with a cornerback. And they could really do with a cornerback. And I really like the fit of 
Trent McDuffie to to the Cardinals. I think that would that would slot in very well. Ajobo or McDuffie? I'm conscious of the time, so I'm going to take be quick, and I'm going to take Trent McDuffie and give them a cornerback help before I go for edge. I think McDuffie is ready to start. He was incredibly consistent at Washington, and uh, yeah, he'll be uh, he'll be an instant impact and upgrade for 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 the Cardinals. So, oh, Ash, did you like that pick, or are you I, happy that someone wasn't taken? No, I loved it. Okay, okay, because uh, he was going to be a cowboy. Should be picked. <laughs> yeah, that's very yeah. true. That was very. Uh, very, yeah. very good pick. I Cowboys mean, in a bit of a difficult situation now because I think this is for the Cowboys picking at twenty-four. There's pretty much nobody at any of the positions I feel fit the building. I agree. I I completely agree. I think they could do with a linebacker. I think they could do with safety. I think they could. I they could do with a wide. Mm, they could do with interior lineman help. Uh, do you know what? I, I think I would be leaning towards one particular person here, and we've mentioned him already on the on the pod. But what 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 are your thoughts? So, if I was the Cowboys here, and somebody made me an offer to slide back a few, I might be tempted to pull that trigger. Mm. Yeah, but I'd agree. That isn't an option we can do. So. <sighs> According to the list, safety is the biggest need. And yep. you look at the players left, or, uh, is there any line help that I think is is still there? Has Kenyon Green gone? Yeah, Kenyon Green's long Kenyon gone. Kenyon Green's gone, okay. So, if, we're looking, if we're looking at the, the, the next... Uh, Zeon Johnson is the next guard for me, and his next guard on here. I think tackle, where where we can't really consider any of the tackles. I was leaning safety. To be honest with you, that Daxon Hill would be the pick for me if I was if I was picking for them. I think they've lost, well, they lost pretty much all of their safeties, haven't they? Kazi's gone, Malik Hooker, I believe, has gone. Yeah, I think I think safety. If if a, if if the cornerback top, if the top four cornerbacks aren't there, safety is is the easy pick for me. If Hill is sat there, but yeah, I don't want to put words in your mouth. No, no, no. I it's the pick I was going to make. I just didn't want to. I didn't want to be that guy that just picks Daxton Hill on it on every mock draft we do. <laughs> but I, I don't want to, people to think that Daxton Hill isn't good, and he's just the guy that gets picked when he's sort of best available for for whatever sake. So last time it was the Patriots. This time it's yeah. the Cowboys. You've only got to go back and watch Daxton Hill's tape at Michigan. It was unbelievable. Oh yeah, he's yeah he's a quality safety. I think he's being overshadowed because of the the love that people have got, quite rightly so, for Hamilton. But Daxton Hill is a more than capable safety, and is a is certainly a first round talent at that, which is unusual to see two safeties as first rounders. But you could potentially see that this year. Buffalo Bills. Uh, I mean, they've just got the they've just got the luxury, really, haven't they? That was such a weird sound. That was a. If I could clip that, I would. Clip I know. That. I know. They've got they yeah they've got a bit of they've got a bit of luxury here, really, haven't they? I think yeah. they could they could do with cornerback help, really, in the grand scheme of things. But that's not the direction I'm going. I am going to go for a luxury pick, maybe a bit of a risk, but I am going to go for Jameson Williams. Because, yes, he has the 
knee injury that everyone's got to take into consideration. But I think just the potential of this guy is is phenomenal. I think he could. I mean, he he if he can stay fit, he's an instant upgrade for this already quality wide receiver group for uh, Josh Ash. Allen to throw to. Ash. Yeah. Please stop. <laughs> <laughs> every pick. Every pick. Okay. Am, I, am I nabbing them just before you, am I? Well, I mean, the Tennessee Titans, they need a wide receiver. Yeah. AJ Brown is either not fit or not able to do it on his own because he literally has no other help who is a pass catcher. Derek Henry, they run the ball a lot, yes, but they need another wide receiver here. Jameson Williams was going to be my guy because he's very much different to AJ Brown. <laughs> <laughs> what else is there? To... Guard and center. It's line. I mean, the, the 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 first thing for me is linebacker, but they're both gone, and there still isn't a linebacker that I'm, I would be comfortable taking in the first round outside of Dean and. Um, Dean and Lloyd. So that is that is priority one for me if either of them are there. But because they're not there, I would I would have to agree with you. Wide receiver would be the pick because yes, they have got other areas they need to fill. Linebacker, cornerback, maybe, center, even potentially. But I, again, Linda Baum's gone. I'm sticking to my I'm sticking to my initial my initial process. I'm going wide receiver. Yeah, and the other Buckeye is off the board. Ash Chris Olave is going to be a Titan. Yeah, and I think that's a good pick. Uh, I think well, he is our he's my next my next wide receiver, and I think he would make a great wide receiver too for I, any team. Yeah, I think he slides in nicely opposite AJ Brown as well. Hundred percent. Yeah, those short those short routes, intermediate routes. He's one of the most comfortable with the ball. So Buccaneers. Mm. Quarterback is Tom, is Tom Brady really gone? <laughs> uh, well, yeah, that would be the most unsuperable winning thing ever, wouldn't it? Tom Brady yeah. does it in the Super Bowl. And oh, look, I'm back. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Um... I just, yeah, I mean, <laughs> would they take any of these quarterbacks? Absolutely not. Absolutely I mean, not. I don't know. Do you know what? If if they were going to take any, I think it would be Desmond Ritter. Yeah, hundred percent. But I'm going to go for an area of need outside of the quarterback. But it is another, well, it sounds very similar, cornerback. And I'm going to go Keir Alam. They've lost Ooh. Carlton Davis. He's gone in free agency, I believe. Yeah. So they're going to want to, uh, they're going to want to replace him. And I think they're going to want to replace him with a high pick. Alam's the next cornerback up for me, and I think he is teetering on first round. I think at this stage for a team like the Buckeyes, they can they can pick up a guy like Alam who is who was shown at Florida what he can do, but he's another guy that's got slight injury concerns. But if he can stay fit, he's quite easily a, a cornerback one. Okay. <laughs> I like it. It fits well. I'm I'm stalling because I've got the Green Bay Packers next at 28, and there's, there is a million things that could happen before now in the draft yeah. for this next pick to be completely irrelevant. Uh, there's now talk of contract extension for Aaron Rodgers. They've got Jordan Love, so they're not going quarterback here, regardless. I don't no. wide receiver. Devontae Adams is technically a free agent. 
Is he going to be in Green Bay next year? Is that completely reliant on the Aaron Rodgers deal getting done? I don't think they can keep one. and I don't think they can keep both. I generally don't think they can do enough to to their, their cap to keep both of them. And I think if they have the choice, they're going to try and keep Rodgers in town. Well, okay then. Then I'm just that, that makes this pick super. If we're going to go on, <laughs> if we're going to go on that basis, this has to be a wide receiver, right? Yeah, yeah. The, the clear cut next guy for me is Traylon Burks. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree there. It's, it's, it, 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 it's easy, and yeah, yeah. He's a he's a he's a yeah he's a um just incredible specimen. Like when you like. <laughs> The, like the size that he is, but how cleanly he can run his routes and how cleanly he can catch the ball and how fast he is for his size. Yeah. Even at 28, he could be a steal. And that's that's saying a lot for the fifth wide receiver off the board. Fifth? Yeah, fifth wide receiver off the board. I think he could be a steal at 28. Because he's just got yeah, it's crazy. Anyway, Dolphins. Is this their first pick? No, we've yeah. had a dolphin. It is their yeah. first pick. Yeah. Oh no, yeah, of course they they, they traded their, theirs to the Eagles, didn't they? Yeah. Okay, so what do the dolphins need? This one's a bit of a difficult one, actually. Let's have a look. Uh see, they do they could do yeah, offensive line actually is probably the one, but who's left? I'm not too comfortable with the tackles. There's probably one that I would still potentially take a, a risk on. Center, they could do with. I, there isn't a center for me that's first round. I'm going to go tackle. Oh. <laughs> okay. I'm probably not going to go for the tackle that you're thinking I'm going to go for. I'm going to go for Bernard Raymond from Central Michigan. Oh, go Chippewas. Because I think he has the potential to play tackle, but he also has the potential to slip inside. And depending on what the Dolphins do in free agency and with the rest of their draft picks, they could quite easily slip him inside into guard and him to, him to be a, a starting starting guard. Mm-hmm. Or, or he can he can, can he can stay on the outside. He has that he has that dual dual ability, and his potential is quite high. I think he is maybe one of the more raw tackles out of all of them but i think looking at what's available it had to be it had to be offensive line and and raymond's the 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 next guy up for me okay sorry i was i was getting lost in the chiefs there i was (laughs) difficulty um who did you pick sorry uh bernard raymond Uh, you really weren't listening, were you? Yeah, no, I, 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 yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I feel like the Chiefs pick is a luxury pick, although they need help on the line. Are they gonna? Are they gonna? Is Tyron coming back? I think not. I think he will. Do you know? I think I think they will resign him. I can't see him wanting to go anywhere else, and I can't see the Chiefs wanting wanting him to go anywhere else. So. I do think he'll stay. I, do, I think if he was, to, if he wasn't coming back, I think safety would be the priority. But I, I do, I do feel that he will be coming back. Um, I think, I think he is his best place to be, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So there's two, there's two options for me. 
I'm not entirely sure. Are they, the, the one position, I know 100% who I take. The other position, I'm not entirely sure who I take. So it would it would push me towards the, the player I'm, I'm 100% on from the other position. Okay. That, that probably doesn't help at all. No, not, <laughs> not really. I'm, I'm in a bit of a quandary here. I don't know. Has Zion Johnson gone? No, he is still there. He is still there. I feel like after all the abuse that Mahomes has had, they need that line to be better. And I don't know whether Zion Johnson would be the pick for me here or, or maybe somebody around along the edge like David Ajabo. Um, so... Ajabo was the one for me for the for the one position with a person that I was confident with. Okay. The other one, the other one is a wide receiver, but so I'm not. To, do I'm you not, think they need a wide receiver? I don't think they need anything. But <laughs> can, can they afford to go wide receiver in the first round after taking a running back in the first round that didn't pan out? It would be a risk, but actually, that, that's, if anyone's, that's... if anyone can afford to do it it would be the Chiefs however I think logic logic speaking I think a Jobo would be the would be the better option or Zion Johnson I think they would be the more set they would be the more sensible options okay let's let's take the guard let's be boring for the Chiefs and try and make them better Zion Johnson. Zion, okay. yeah. Zion, sorry. Zion, Zion. I'm just Zion's cool name. We considered it for our son. Yeah. So, that's... I mean, this has put me in a bit of a, a difficult situation for Good. the Bengals now. And it's, I think it's the first time I've had that, isn't it? Because let's be brutally honest... I mean, I know, to be fair, though, I'd rather Joe Burrow stood up, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, I mean... Even at this stage with everybody that's gone, I still want to try and improve <laughs> that line. I can't look past offensive line for the Bengals, despite everybody that's gone off the board. Maybe defensive tackle. Jordan Davis is still sat there. Yeah. Can we really let him fall into the second round? Realistically, if I was going to go offensive line, there isn't any guards now that I would want in the first round. I would consider taking Darian Kennard and Petit Ferrer. And I wouldn't consider taking any centres. But Jordan Davis just is above them for me. But (laughs) their, their offensive line need is so apparent really is it's, it's this head and heart moment isn't it i am i am going to stick to my guns that the bengals need help on the offensive line and i'm going to go for darian kinnard i think he has another one of those linemen that can go inside to guard or stay tackle and they need help in both areas so depending on what they pick up in free agency they have the luxury of moving him in and out and they just need help on the offensive line. It pains me that, that that potentially Jordan Davis is dropping out, but I just I cannot look past trying to help the Bengals on the offensive line, even with everyone that's gone before before Kennard. It, it it makes sense. Yeah, it it makes sense. I oh the Lions. Mm-hmm. 
we're back again. And what did you, if do you even remember the yeah. conversation that we had? Okay. Yeah. I said I think an edge player will fall <laughs> <laughs> will fall to thirty-two. Yeah. I said let's get a linebacker because there won't be one at thirty-two. Yeah. And then let's get an edge. And and I I think I might have... I mean, you saw into the future quite quite clearly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, David Ajobo is still here. Yeah. Now, Ash, is this is it is it too? I don't know. I they they obviously need a wide receiver as mm-hmm. much as Amon Rasant Brown stood out at the second half of the season. I th- I'm not sure he's got what it takes to be an alpha. On his own, he might, he could, he could well be, but does he need somebody opposite him, like a Drake London from two years ago, to to be the other guy? I is, mean, quarterback. The, I can't do it. I can't. <laughs> I said edge. I've got to live by that. <laughs> yeah, you to, do. Yeah. I'm just trying to decide whether there's a wide receiver here that's still available that is better than David Ajobo for the Lions. Um, to compliment Amon Ra, there are two guys maybe I would consider, but I do think it's too early. So one of them um, has to be Jahan Dotson, right? Yes. And it's, Do- he- it's, Do- it's Dotson and Bell would be my consideration. Really? Even- Romeo yeah. Doobs is great on the outside, though. Uh, he is, yeah, he is. But I I do think regardless of the need, I think, uh, to be honest, I think regardless of the need for wide receiver, it's too early for any of those guys. I'd be comfortable taking them in the second round. But I mean, to first be fair, round, we, we do have when, a pick in, in a few pick times. Yeah, well, uh, well, we'll get on to that in a minute. We would have. <laughs> we would have, yeah, we would have. But I want to I want to quickly touch base once you've selected your pick. But Yeah, I David, think, okay, let's do it. David Ajobo. David Ajobo, yeah. For me, I think it has to be Ajobo. And then, to be honest, depending on what the Jags were to do, which would – I don't know who – I don't know what – where would the Jags go for their next pick? I know we're not doing the second round because I'm conscious of time already. Um – they did. They they settled the. Uh, to be honest, they quite easily. Trevor Trevon Walker. They could. They they still. We mentioned Edge right at the start. <laughs> you are Murph. It's already done. <laughs> um, they mentioned that. Yeah, I mean, we mentioned Edge right at the start. So Trevon Walker potentially Cameron Thomas. Or they could they could look to wide receiver. Quite quite easily. If uh, there's no there's no chance Jordan Davis is leaving the first round, but we could quite easily see a Jobo and Davis with those two picks, lion picks, and then still pick up a wide receiver later, and be happy with a wide receiver that they pick up later. Yeah, I, I mentioned it. I mentioned it earlier. There's a number of wide receivers that you could get second, third, fourth round. I think I think perhaps David Bell would be the guy for me at the start of the second for the Lions here and. Big fan of David Bell. Big fan. Yeah, I, I, you, you're right. I think as much as I didn't want to take David Ajobo there, I, I did say Edge, and I think it, it fits well. And yeah, I don't know how Murph. I'm I'm really sorry. I'm, I've been trying to figure it out, but I don't know how to zoom in on Google. Ah, oh. okay. If we 
it, it's got to that point, Rush Nation, where it, it was quite clearly only ever going to be a one-round mock draft. <laughs> I mean, I was I was really confident until it's about, just, it's about three picks in. So difficult, so difficult to keep it short, isn't it? Ash, pay attention to the podcast, my friend. I oh, am paying attention keep to the your podcast. Business to yourself. For the audio uh, listeners out there, people, <laughs> Murph's jumped in and he said, uh, can you zoom the board if you're watching the video because it's hard to read. We're working with what we've got. We yeah. are a, uh, a little pop production. <laughs> but no, it's... it's um, I had every confidence that we, we could get into the second round until about three picks in where we'd been going for 15 minutes. So... Yeah, it's one of those things though. It's almost you just have to reel a name off and then move on and reel a name off and move yeah. on. And then is that what... Is that what people want? I don't, I don't know. Was it? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe How they could tell rounds, us. Yeah, if you're listening and you and you want to hear just names and numbers reeled off for as many to to get to just names and numbers. If we could get to round three, then perhaps. But Ash, we could do sort of leading up to the draft. We could do a seven day mock draft where we do a round a day. <laughs> I like the sound of that. Obviously, do you, do you get, really we, want to get into the sixth and seventh round picks? I mean, I I, I have no issue doing that because. But, but, but when we get to that, it is literally a name and number, and we could do three rounds in an hour. <laughs> true. Yeah, true, true, true. It, it true. wouldn't be, it wouldn't be difficult at that point. That might be something that we could we could speak about. It wouldn't necessarily have to be us either. We could no. we could do the first three rounds and then let the others do <laughs> the, the later rounds. I don't know. Something to think about. Um, Ash, shall we run through this for the listeners? Yes, definitely. You are you're the mic man. Over okay. to you. So, Jags at number one took Evan Neal, offensive tackle from Alabama. Lions at two took Devin Lloyd, linebacker from Utah. Texans at three took Kayvon Fibido, edge from Oregon. Jets at four took Aiden Hutchinson, edge from Michigan. Giants at five took Charles Cross, offensive tackle, Mississippi State. Panthers at six took Akeem Ekwonu, offensive tackle from NC State. Giants at seven took Kenyon Green, offensive guard at Texas A&M. Falcons at eight took Smoke Garden, Source Gardener, cornerback from Cincinnati. I like Smoke though. (laughs) Yes, that's a different player. Broncos at nine took Nakobe Dean, linebacker from Georgia. Jets at 10 took Carl Hamilton, safety from Notre Dame. Washington at 11 took Malik Willis, quarterback from Liberty. Vikings at 12 took Derek Stingley Jr., cornerback from LSU. Browns at 13 took took George Carafalitis, edge from Purdue. (laughs) Ravens at 14 took Tyler Lindenbaum, offensive center from Iowa. Eagles with their 15th pick took Adrian Booth Jr., center cornerback from Clemson. Eagles again at 16 took Drake London, wide receiver from USC. Chargers at 17 took Trevor Penning, offensive tackle from Northern Iowa. New Orleans Saints at 18 took Matt Corral, cornerback, quarterback from Mississippi. Eagles at 19 took Jermaine Johnson, the third edge from Florida State. Steelers at 20 took Kenny Pickett, quarterback from Pittsburgh. New England took Garrett Wilson, wide receiver at 21. Raiders at 22 took DeMarvin Leal, defensive tackle from Texas A&M. The Cardinals took Trent McDuffie, cornerback from Washington at 23. 
Dallas Cowboys at 24 took Daxton Hill safety from Michigan. Buffalo Bills at 25 took Jamison Williams wide receiver from Alabama. Titans at 26 took Chris Olave wide receiver from Ohio State. The Buccaneers at 27 took Yair Alam cornerback from Florida. Packers at 28 took Traylon Burks wide receiver from Arkansas. Dolphins at 29 took Bernard Raymond, offensive tackle, Central Michigan. The Chiefs at 30 took Zion Johnson, offensive guard from Boston College. The Bengals at 31 took Darian Kennard, offensive tackle from Kentucky. And the Lions at 32 took David Ajobo, edge from Michigan. Well done. Well done. Not a huge amount of hiccups in there, considering you just did about 400 words in the space of a couple of minutes. <laughs> well played, sir. Uh, <clears throat> I enjoyed that. I enjoyed yeah, it. Was, I, yeah, it was good. It was good fun. I think the thing for me there that, that made it not more enjoyable, but a difference of enjoyment was we didn't know we were doing this about an hour and a half ago. So the fact no. that we flipped on the, the last point and just what do you know, Joe, right now is, is good fun. It made sense. Made sense. We will, of course, be doing the running backs. Ash, we're not going to let that slide before the no. draft. We just—it uh, was mock draft Wednesday. Yeah, it's a thing now, apparently. Yeah, not not, not well. I mean, I'd actually do it every Wednesday, but maybe not every Wednesday. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> it would be uh, it would be too much. It would be too much. Listen, Ash, next week we're doing running backs, right? We are indeed. Yes, running okay. back breakdowns. Looking forward to it. We may or may not have a guest. Who knows? Someone might come along. Rush Nation, it has been a pleasure as always. Ash, it's been good to be back. It uh, has, yeah. It felt, it felt a bit weird not doing it last week, but COVID got the better of me. So back, it's been fun. Listen, you stay safe, mate. Take it easy. Don't, uh, I hope you don't have to venture up to Middle Earth anytime soon. And uh, we'll, we'll be back next Wednesday for, for the fun and games of the running back review. Well, I imagine... There'll be some combine chat to be going through as well, Ash. There definitely will, yes. All right, I'll tell you what we'll do. There is a chance that we don't do running backs next week. Just saying. <laughs> we'll see. I think we can do both. We can manage it. Yeah, it just depends on, on how much of your Wednesday night you want to see spent with me and Ash. Let's, let's True that, yeah. <laughs> right, listen, we will... Uh, We'll be in your ears again next week, Rush Nation. It's been a pleasure as always. Look forward to the combine. Look out for those names that you might not know because they could pop off your screens. Rush Nation, that was the second of probably 35 mock drafts. 35 seems like a lot, Ash, doesn't it? 35 (laughs) is probably five too many. But hey, listen, running backs and combine talk next week. Rush Nation, Saturdays are for rushing to... redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.